All right, welcome back to Baseball Banter. I'm your host, Justin Ginelli. On this Tuesday, July the 27th, 2021, we now sit just three days away from the Major League Baseball trade deadline. It is This year is Friday, July 30th. Um, I believe they did not want the trade deadline to fall on a Saturday. So instead of the normal July 31st deadline, it is July 30th. And just remember... There is no August waiver trade deadline anymore. That is gone. So this is your chance to make a big-time trade to upgrade your team uh, heading to the postseason. And the first thing we're going to start with is a trade that just came down a little while ago. uh, And that is the Astros acquiring relievers Kendall Graveman and Rafael Montero from the Seattle Mariners. Uh, in exchange for infielder Abraham Toro and Joe Smith. Now, what is surprising to me is the Mariners are in contention in the American League wild card. Not so much the AL West. It, it, that really is going to be the Astros division and at max a two-team race between Houston and Oakland. So for the Astros, it's great. You upgrade the bullpen. You need some arms at the back end of the you know, back end of the pen. But for the Mariners, you trade away two relievers who have really helped you. Uh, put yourself in a good spot, you know, in a spot that you really haven't been in in quite some time. And it's puzzling. Now, if Jerry DePoto has other moves and he's going to be acquiring bullpen help uh, at the deadline, I could see that. Because if you're Seattle, you actually should be in a position uh, to be buyers. You're 55 and 46. You're currently sitting just one game out of the second wild card. And, you know, you have a chance to end a 20-year playoff drought. You know, the record-setting Mariners in 2001 with the 116 wins, that was the last time the Mariners made the playoffs. So this is your opportunity right here. You have a two and a half game lead on the Yankees, a three game lead, a three and a half on the Blue Jays, and you know that they're going to be buyers at the deadline. So if you're the Mariners, you can't stand Pat, and now you just sell off two relievers to the Astros. You know it's kind of a puzzling decision, but if they're doing that with other moves in mind, um, then it's probably. Uh, not going to be the end of the world for the Seattle Mariners. So that trade just went down a little while ago. Earlier today, we had the Philadelphia Phillies acquiring left-handed pitcher Tyler Anderson from the Pittsburgh Pirates in exchange for two prospects. However, the latest I've heard is that the deal is hit a snag, and it will not. I don't know if it'll be completed tonight. It could be. It could very well be completed tonight. Um. We'll certainly see about that. But I'm not sure what, you know, if it, if it will, it, it sounds like it's, been, it's the, something with the medicals between the two Philly prospects that are heading, one of the two Philly prospects heading back to Pittsburgh in this deal. So we'll wait and see if that gets ironed out uh, tonight or not. And if it breaks while I'm recording, then I'll, I will share. Now, this news just came down because there was lots of speculation. This has to do with the Washington Nationals 
they are sellers. They are going to trade. They are going to make everybody except Juan Soto available. That includes Trey Turner. I bring up Trey Turner because he was removed from the game in the first inning after running from first to third. Um, and he was pinch run for and then taken subsequently uh, taken out of the ball game. Turns out uh, Trey Turner tested positive for COVID-19. So now he's going to be put on the IL for probably going to be put on the IL for quite a while, um, unless he takes another couple tests and they come back negative. But you know they're going to have to figure out, and that makes his trade you know tradeability, his trade you know it makes his status for being tradable uh, very much up in the air, and. You know, I don't know how serious they were about trading Turner. I know guys like uh, Scherzer. Uh, I don't know if they'd trade Schwarber because he's hurt right now, so I don't know if he's tradable right now. Uh, but you could see some you could see some pieces being moved. Brad Hand, the closer, um, he's going to be on a lot of teams' radars. But again, the big name in that in, in that national ro- on that national roster is Max Scherzer. And my feeling right now is that Scherzer gets dealt to the um, to the Los Angeles Dodgers because it seems like he prefers the West Coast. It does not sound like he's going to waive his no-trade clause to go to a New York team. So that takes the Yankees and Mets out of play when you know that those two teams are certainly in the market for starting pitching. Uh, the Mets obviously are in the Nationals division, so you know the Mets are going to have to pay a boatload more than, let's say, the Dodgers or the Padres. That what you know that they would have to for a guy like Scherzer. Speaking of the Padres, they just acquired Adam Frazier the other day for a couple of mid-level prospects. It really, was not a high cost for the San Diego Padres. And they're willing to just grab as many pieces as they can and then just figure out where they're going to play. And that had a lot to do with um, some talks they had with the Rockies about Trevor Story. I think he's a name that uh, he's a name that's going to come up in trade talks. Um, and, and I'll give you all my predictions later on of where who I think goes where uh, at the deadline. But... Oh, I kind of already gave you Scherzer, but you know, but the the Padres inquired about Trevor Story and and putting him in center field, so they're willing to just grab a piece and say, "Okay, we'll figure out where we'll figure out later where you're going to play." So they're kind of under the, you know, it doesn't matter. We'll just find a way to have you in the field. Now for Adam Frazier. He's going to get some playing time in second base. It really seems like Eric Hosmer has declined to the point where he's just a platoon player anyway. So they're potentially looking at moving from, moving on from Eric Hosmer. And that allows Jake Cronenworth to play some first base. Because Jake's played quite a bit of first base with, the, with Hosmer on the bench. And so you've seen Hassan Kim play second base. Uh, but then, you know, Kim could play shortstop as well because we had seen um, Tatis miss some time. So 
You can see Frazier playing second base. Uh, Tommy Pham's not doing all that well. Um, so you can see Frazier play left field. You could slide Will Myers back to center field uh, for a little bit. Frazier can play right. So the good thing about Frazier is that he's versatile. He can play second. He can play left. He can play right. And, again, it, it, it speaks to a lot of what we've seen in baseball today with a lot of these players who are good at playing multiple positions. And, you know, it'll be a, it'll certainly be it's certainly a trait a trait of one other fellow that I'm about to mention in a little bit. But for the Padres, you know, you have a stacked lineup. You got Tatis, you got Manny Machado, uh Jake Cronenworth's a good hitter. Um you know, Will Myers is a good hitter. And your your lineup is just absolutely deep. Trent Grisham's healthy. So, I mean, he plays center field as well. You know, there's just so much. And the Padres are not done. They're looking to add starting pitching as well. I, I could see them in the Max Scherzer race. And, you know, we'll see what we'll see what package that they have available for Washington. And, and it's really going to come down to what Washington likes. And, look, Scherzer's next start is supposed to be on Thursday the 29th. I doubt he's going to make that start. For me, it seems like in the next 24 to 48 hours, the Nationals would like to have a decision on what they're doing with Max Scherzer. You know, so I don't think he's going to be one of those guys that is a nail-biter that comes down to the 4 o'clock deadline on Friday. I, I think you could see him move tomorrow. I think he could be moved Thursday morning. And you know, you know, we'll, we'll see whether or not that they're able to do so. But, you know, and, you know, with Scherzer being a free agent at the end of the season, you know, we'll see what the price costs for a rental. And, but he also has the 10 and 5 where he's got the, the, the you know, he, you can't just trade him. He, he does have to approve uh, where he's getting moved to. So I think there's conversations within the Nationals organization and Max of where he'd like to go. And then the Nationals GM Mike Rizzo. Uh, they'll try to figure out. They'll try to figure out how to work out a deal with uh, the team that he wants to go to. So I, I think in this situation, the ball is in Max Scherzer's court. It's really about where he wants to go, where he's going to wave his no trade clause to. Um, it's it's not even just a no trade clause. I think it's like a no movement clause. And he, so he's got to be willing to. He's got to be willing to move, uh, wave that. So that a trade can get done. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see where that shapes out. Again, it'll be interesting to see what Trevor Sto- what, what what goes on with Trevor Story. Uh, also, John Gray, the starting pitcher for the Rockies. Um, I, I could see the Mets being involved with him. The Blue Jays being involved. Um, any number of teams. Uh, the Dodgers. I could see the Dodgers getting it and Padres getting involved, but I don't know how willing the Rockies are. To deal with to deal in the division, and you know, and this this could have been said in the off season before the Dodgers re-signed Justin Turner. They were certainly in the running to try to acquire Nolan Arenado from the Colorado Rockies, especially with Arenado being from Los Angeles and being from from the Southern California area. And but I don't know how willing the Rockies are right now to move a player within the division. 
So, you know, I don't see Trevor Story staying in the NL West. I don't see John Grace staying in the NL West. Um, I don't think... I don't think that uh, they'll move Herman Marquez. They don't seem inclined to. But, you know, I could see teams asking about him as well and seeing what, you know, what it would take to pry him away from the Rockies. So, um, you know, that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting to watch as well. Uh, I guess we'll just rule division by division. Uh, uh, staying in the NL West, the other team that's a big-time seller is the Arizona Diamondbacks. However, the Diamondbacks really just don't have anything of intrigue. I mean, you could say Merrill Kelly. Uh, you know, I think he's a starting pitcher name that could be out there. Uh, as Drupal Cabrera and Cattell Marte are some position players that, that could be moved uh, by Friday. But they're not, they're not a part of the big names that ex- are expected to uh, be moved come Friday. Do I, think they, do I think those guys end up being moved? I do. I think it'll be a full-fledged fire sale uh, for any of the solid players in uh, Arizona. Uh, as for the Marlins, you know, we'll go to the National League Central now, actually. You know, we talked about the Cubs. We talked about the Pirates uh, trading Adam Frazier. I, you know, Tyler Anderson, we'll see, where he, we'll, we'll see where he ends up, if he ends up still going to Philadelphia. Uh, we'll see if that deal ends up getting completed. They don't really have any many other pieces that are um, really attractive to other teams. So those are probably the two main pieces that get moved from the Pirates roster. Um, looking at the Chicago Cubs, they're sitting at 50 and 51 right now, but they're eight and a half out in the National League Central. And given the state of the NL West, it's clear that the two wildcard teams are likely to come uh, from that division. So it's really in the NL East and the NL Central, you got to win your division or else you're going to likely miss the playoffs. And the Cubs have a lot of impending free agents, from Anthony Rizzo to uh, Javi Baez to Chris Bryant. Uh, Craig Kimbrell has another year of control. I believe uh, Kyle Hendricks is a free agent at the end of the year. So the Cubs are going to be a team that's open for business. The last night they just traded left-handed reliever uh, Andrew Chafin to the Oakland A's. So that was the first domino to fall. For the Cubbies, uh, well, really, actually, it was Jock Peterson getting traded to the Atlanta Braves. He was the real first domino to fall, and you know, it, we'll see where the where the other players go. My gut feeling is that they're not going to trade Javi Baez. They're not going to trade everybody from that list. I I think Craig Kimbrell is out. I think he will be traded. Um, a team like the uh, Dodgers could use him. I mean, really anybody can use bullpen help. You know that will never change. Anybody could. Anybody could use bullpen help. But the Dodgers, the Yankees could could get involved. Um, I don't. Uh, maybe the Rays could get involved in the back end, getting getting Kimbrel. Uh, maybe maybe reuniting him in Boston. Although they just signed Matt Barnes with a two-year extension. Um, I know that 
you know, if they but they could but they could realistically pair up Barnes and Kimbrell again, and have a, a dynamic back end of the bullpen because it really seems like Kimbrell has returned to his prime form where he is just locked in and he's dominant night in and night out. You know the the, the Mets obviously could use an arm in the bullpen. Um, I don't know how likely Kimbrell would be for the Mets because, you know, they might be do they you know unless they put together a mega package and acquire both Chris Bryant and Craig Kimbrell, uh, that might be their only way. I don't know if they're going to be making two separate trades uh, with the Cubs because I do because be- I do think that they're going to uh, put make their best effort for uh, Chris Bryant. You know, and, you know, Bryant's a guy who was a former MVP from the 2016 season, won a World Series that year, uh, a former Rookie of the Year in 2015, a guy who's got all the tools, he's not even 30 years old yet, and, you know, a guy in the prime of his career who's going to hit free agency at the end of the year, but, you know, a, a bat that could put the Mets over the top, for sure. So the Cubs are certainly going to be uh, open for business. The Cardinals aren't really in much contention, but I don't think they're going to sell off pieces. I think they're kind of just going to stand pat. And then obviously I, I would think the Reds would be somewhat of buyers. But, you know, it's kind of tough, again, when the NL West has been as good as it has been. You know, you're seven games out of the NL Central. You're probably not making the playoffs. I see the Reds as probably being another team that kind of just stands pat. Obviously, Milwaukee will be buyers. You know, they, they've inquired about Trevor Story. Um, they, I'm sure they'll, they'll inquire about plenty of pitching. But, you know, some of the Cub guys, I, I don't see staying within the division and going to Milwaukee. You know, as for the NL East, Miami sitting in last place. I don't think that they're going to be much of a seller. Uh, you could see Starling Marte moved, maybe Brian Anderson, but you know I don't see a full fledged fire sale out of the Marlins this year. I, they they may move a piece or two to get to get some return, but that that's probably about it. Uh, Washington, they're full fledged sellers. We you know we said earlier. Uh, everybody but Soto is available. So, you know, take your pick, and the, the Nats will decide whether they want to trade, uh, trade them or not. The Braves are kind of in this weird spot because they're sitting at forty nine and fifty one. Uh, they're five games behind the, the Mets currently, uh, in third place. They're sit. They're also sitting behind the Phillies, who are three and a half back. You know, the Phillies will be buyers. The, the the Braves are stuck in the middle right now, but they're playing a, an important five game series with the Mets right now, and they're leading six to one in game number three, in which the two teams split split yesterday, so the series is one apiece going into tonight's game. And the Braves at five out can certainly say that they're in the race and can certainly start buying. They already acquired Jock Peterson. You know we've touched upon. The Mike Soroka injury, the Travis Darno injury, uh, the Marcelo Azuna injury slash arrest, uh, where he's probably not coming back. And oh my God, that was an absolute moonshot. Austin Riley just hit a monstrous grand slam. 
Well, looks like the Braves are going to win this one tonight, and they're going to move to four back. It's 10-1 in Lanza right now. And you know what? Might as well just leave, might as well just leave Eikhoff out there until the game's over because it doesn't really matter. I mean, the, the Mets have clearly punted on this game because they've just been so short on starters. And, we'll, you know, we'll get to the Mets in a second because they need help. But the Braves, you know, they're certainly in position to buy. And, you know, we'll see if they add another arm or they add another bat because they really could use both at this point. Again, the Phillies will be buyers. They certainly need help in the bullpen. And, you know, while Anderson will help in the rotation and they need arms in the rotation behind Nola and Wheeler, um, they need bullpen help more than anything. They have the worst bullpen in all of baseball. It's so bad. They are so bad right now. And for the Mets, the Mets can use really a little bit of everything. They need another starting pitcher. You know, they did a nice job acquiring Rich Hill from the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, over you know on Friday, he made his debut on Sunday. Pitched fine. They might need they you know they could use another starter. Again, you got Carrasco uh, on the mend, making going to make his Mets debut on Friday, and then you have Jacob Degrom slated to come back uh, within the next couple of weeks. So I mean, and even next turn through the rotation, you have Carrasco, uh, Tyler McGill. Uh, Marcus Stroman, Taiwan Walker. Uh, you know, so right now you have four current starters. Uh, I might be, I might be miss, I might be missing somebody, but, um, but right now, you know, they got, they have most, there's, they have most of their starters right now. Um, but definitely could use. Oh, and Rich Hill. So the next turn through, they do have five uh, ready to go, and they're going to be. It's going to be full fledged starters, but because the Mets have had too many of these games where they've had to go bullpen game, or a guy like Eikhoff, who's probably going to be DFA'd again after the game because he just absolutely sucks, and I hope to never see him again. And um, but I still think they could use another arm. They're they, and they definitely need another arm in the bullpen. Because these guys are getting so beyond taxed that it's really it's really hurting them. It really is. So, and, you know, of course, I think they could use another bat. Their offense has not scored very much this year. You know, only 379 runs. You know, only the uh, Pirates have scored less. So, you know, the Mets, the Mets need quite a bit of help if they're going to stay on top. American League, we touched upon Houston being big time buyers. We talked about the trade with Seattle. Um, I'm sure o- you know Oakland will, will buy some more pieces. Uh, they just got Chafin last night, as I mentioned. Uh, we talked about Seattle's perspective. The Angels are an interesting spot because they're a game over 500, but they're ten games out of the division, five out of the wild card. Um, the Angels could look for pitching because. You know, you should have the impending return of Mike Trout soon. And it's, you know, it's possible that they could make, they could make a run. You know, I, I would not say that the Angels are out of it by any means. Uh, Texas will be in full-fledged sell mode, a name to watch. It could be Kyle Gibson, um, Joey Gallo. We'll see where uh, Texas ends up going in that direction with 
some of their players. Minnesota started their sell, their sell already. They traded Nelson Cruz to the Tampa Bay Rays. And, of course, he homered in his first game with the Rays. Um, the Royals could sell off some pieces. But the Royals are kind of an interesting team where, you know, they've, you know, they've been okay. You know, they're 14 under. They're 15 games out. Um, they, they will likely be open for business. But some of their best pieces are hurt. And, to me, their best pitcher available is Danny Duffy. And Danny Duffy's on the I.L., and that's going to really pretty much make him untradeable. Um, the Detroit Tigers, they're probably going to stand pat because they are building towards the future. And, you know, they did have they did have that nice, like, 11-game winning streak, but now they've lost four in a row since. But, you know, to me, the Tigers are showing a lot of progress, and I think that it's, it's important for them to stay the course. And it's important for them to continue to build for the future. And I don't know how many pieces they really have to sell anyway, but it'll be good for them to just continue to build upon what they've been doing um, in the minor leagues. Cleveland's an interesting one because they're eight and a half games out, five out of the in the division, five out of the wild card. Um they really don't have the finances to take on any more any more players, um, so they could trade like a Jose Ramirez. Um, we'll see where they go there. Could trade a pitcher or two. Um, we'll we'll see. White Sox they seem to be pretty set. Um, I don't know that they're going to make any moves at the deadline. I'm sure they could shore up the bullpen. I mean, everybody could shore up the bullpen at this point. Uh, they might be the one of the few teams set in the starting rotation. So I don't see them adding there uh, come Friday. The Bats, they should be fine there. They just got Eloy Jimenez back. Uh, Luis Robert should not be too far behind. I think sometime in the middle of August, you could see Luis Robert return uh, from a long IL stint. And it's really them running away with the American League Central. So... Uh, I don't know how much action will really happen between the AL Central teams. Uh, in the American League East, you got the Baltimore Orioles at 34 and 64. Uh, of course, they'll be sellers. Uh, of what pieces they'll sell, I'm not sure. Could John Means be traded? Maybe. Matt Harvey for a very small fee? Maybe. Uh, I just don't know how many pieces the Orioles have that's going to attract other teams at this point. The Blue Jays, you know they'll be aggressive. They'll be in buy mode. Uh, the Yankees are kind of the same way. Um, the Yankees could really use another uh, a left-handed bat, a left-handed power bat. So could Joey Gallo make sense for them? Yes. I thought Anthony Rizzo made sense for them, but it does not seem like they're very much in on Rizzo. Uh, it seems like he's been connected to the Red Sox more than anything. But I, I ultimately think Rizzo could end up staying. I don't know that he exactly gets moved. But we'll see. Um, so the Yankees, definitely another back end of the bullpen arm, another starter, um, and a bat as long as he's left-handed. I've heard them uh, ask about Trevor Story. I don't think that makes any sense in the world. You need a left-handed bat. You're too right-handed to begin with. So... Um, 
and then the Rays, they're kind of they're giving mixed signals. Uh, I, I guess they traded Hill out of necessity, and the fact that the Mets were somewhat desperate to trade for a pitcher, so that's kind of their thinking. Uh, look at look for them in the potential Scherzer market. Um, look for them in a potential market for another bat, a market for another reliever. You know, look for them in the in the Kimbrel in the Kimbrel sweepstakes. You know, we'll see. So, you know, that's kind of where every team stands. Of course, Boston's a Boston's a buyer. Uh, to me, they need starting pitching, and they need starting pitching in the worst way. Could they go for Max Scherzer? Uh, they might. That, that that that's a name that could work. You know, Chris Sale is working his way back from Tommy John surgery. He has pitched very well in Double A in his rehab starts. So look for Chris Sale to be on the mend. Uh, very very soon rejoining this uh, Red Sox team that is off to a is having a terrific year. They're sixty two and thirty nine. They're just playing outstanding baseball. They're a game and a half up right now on the Rays. They're nine and a half up on the Yanks. And you know we'll you know we'll see where we'll see where they go from there. So that's really the state of every team right about now. Um, you know. Looking at all these teams, you know, I didn't go over the dot. I really didn't go over the three NL West teams too much because they're all they're all going to be buyers. Dodgers are desperate for pitching. Um, though they're they're set on bats, they're desperate for pitching. The Padres will again will they'll do anything and everything. It don't matter. Uh, and the Giants, the Giants will again the Giants will probably be. The Giants will probably be somewhere making a small move. I don't see them doing uh, anything too major come deadline day. So, that's kind of my thoughts. Final final thought here is what happens at the deadline and who goes where. So here are some predictions. Max Scherzer to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, Craig Kimbrell to the uh, Boston Red Sox. Uh, Anthony Rizzo to the Boston Red Sox. Uh, Javier Baez stays pat. Uh, Chris Bryant to the Mets. Um, Kyle Hendricks to the Mets. I think, I think they'll try to bring in another starting pitcher. Um, I, I, we'll see if Tyler Anderson goes to the Phillies. That's another name to watch, as that deal kind of fell through. Trevor Story. I have a tough read. I have a tough read on Trevor Story. I really do. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go bold here. Trevor Story goes to the Angels. I'm gonna be bold here. I think that's the least likely of any of the ones I mentioned to happen. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go bold here. Trey Turner, I believe, stands uh, stays stays where he is. Um, I really think the biggest domino and the only major domino to fall. Uh, is going to be Scherzer. I can see the Yankees maybe making a play for Brad Hand. So I'll predict the Yankees get Brad Hand. So that is the prediction of my biggest free agents, of my biggest uh, trade assets. All right, so that'll do it for this edition of Baseball Banter. 
We'll talk to you Friday night, post-deadline, to recap all that went on. Take it easy. Have a good night.